Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Jake and Marty's Weekly Dose. Uh, thank you for everyone who tuned in in week one, and welcome back to week two. Um, clearly, I have my co-host here. I got Marty with me. Um, how's it going, Marty? What's going on, guys? Another week. All right. So for week two, what we're going to touch on is the 2021 NFL uh, quarterback carousel with all the quarterbacks that could potentially be on the move and what we think is going to happen and just some input on that. And then after that, we're just going to go on a little rant about how bad the Buffalo Sabres have been since returning to play these last two games. But um, all right. So with that being said, let's get into it. Um, so first things first, uh, this season, basically every team really besides three or four teams could have their quarterback move if the price was right. I mean, if you have a guy, just to start off, if you have a guy like Deshaun Watson out there, we're going to start with him. I honestly think any team, except if you are the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, should be making a call to Houston, seeing what they want for Deshaun Watson. I know they said they don't want to trade him, but he doesn't want to be there. So clearly they're going to have to move him. But um, what are your takes on that? What do you think is going to happen with him? Uh, what do you think Houston wants for him? Because you're giving up an elite quarterback, so you're going to have to give up a lot to get him. Who's ever trying to trade for him? But uh, what's your input on Deshaun Watson, and where do you think he's going to end up? Um, so obviously, outside of I would say Patrick Mahomes and maybe uh, Josh Allen, I think. Uh, Deshaun Watson's probably the most valuable trade asset in the entire NFL outside those two guys. So, I mean, it's definitely going to cost a pretty penny to get him. But anytime you can, uh, you have the opportunity to get a player of Watson's caliber on your team, I mean, you got to do it. Uh, I think uh, the price is obviously going to be really high. Uh, the Matthew Stafford trade to the Rams definitely didn't help other teams. Um, I think the Rams, you know, over uh, spent a little bit to get Stafford. And I think that's just going to drive up the market for Watson. Uh, anytime a guy like Stafford, I mean, you give up two first-round picks uh, for him. I mean, obviously they had to throw in an extra first-round pick because the Lions are eating that uh, really bad golf contract. But uh, for Watson, I mean, the bidding's got to just start at three first-round picks minimum. Uh, and that's just first round picks, not including, you know, any second, thirds involved, maybe players. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think every team in the league should check in. If you get the opportunity to acquire like a player of Watson's caliber, I mean, you gotta, you gotta take that. Uh, there's teams out there that are really, you know, quarterback of Watson's caliber away from, you know, being Super Bowl contenders. I mean, could you imagine if like the Niners got a hold of Watson? with that team they've got, or just any Super Bowl uh, contender, like the Colts. I know it's in division, but could you imagine if they got a guy like Watson's caliber? Uh, but I think the most likely destination for Watson is probably going to be, you know, I as a Bills fan, I hate to say it, but Miami and the Jets make the most sense, uh, considering the fact they've got the most draft capital. I mean – they both have two first-round picks that they can give up this year. Um, the Jets got the second that might be, a, you know, a little bit more uh, appealing to the Texans. Uh, Miami's got the third. But I think Miami, if they get their hands on a guy like Watson, I mean, that could be scary. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know where it'll end up, but I definitely think uh, judging uh, based on what you said about the Texans saying they're going to keep him, uh, his uh, values, I mean, once he publicly demands that trade, his value is just going to go down, you know, I mean, because they're going to have no choice but to trade him. Uh, the league knows they're not just going to be able to keep him. So uh, each each day they hold on to him, his trade value is going to start to uh, go down. Uh, I don't know what you think about that. but Yeah, I'm actually going to have to disagree with you on that. Um, I think the Texans coming out and saying they're not trading him, I mean, clearly he's under contract, so he's going to have to play for the team unless he opts out of his contract, but then he doesn't get paid, and that's a whole other story. But um, I think I agree with you that he's probably worth at least three first-rounders, and I would say proudly if if I am the Houston Texans, I want three first-rounders, two defensive assets who can come in and start, and probably a second or third-rounder in the future as well. I mean, you're going to have to give up a pretty penny for him. Um. I do not think he'll end up at the Jets. I have read several reports now saying that the Jets are not going to be an option in getting him. Um, I think the Jets are kind of – I think they're sticking with Darnold. They're going to stick it out one more year um, because they do have that number two pick. So, I think they're going to go get a wide receiver with that, um, which would be smart. But um, you're right, Miami could be looking good there. They have good draft capital. They – I think if Miami was to get him, they're sending Tua. They're sending Tua to Houston. They're sending their. They're sending the first round. So this Miami three pick is actually from Houston. Funny enough, they traded it last year, and that would just suck because. You imagine you sending away your star quarterback for the third overall pick, which should have been your pick, regardless if you never sent it away. But um. <laughs> so you have so yeah, Miami sitting at eighteen. And at three, so they could give that up. They give two up, um, probably a couple defensive players. I don't know who they would want to give up because they have. I don't know if he ends up in Miami, but Miami is probably the most likely spot for me that I would think for Watson. But um, because down in my down also, in Miami, it's also clearly really important. Tua didn't work out for them how they thought he was gonna I get he's still young but he hasn't shown any superstar caliber attributes in the NFL so far it's also important to note that uh Watson's got no trade clause in his contract so I mean he's not going anywhere he doesn't want to go uh if they try some trade uh you know the Jets or Carolina or just anywhere in general that he doesn't want to go he can say no yeah you know every anywhere he goes he's it's gonna have his yeah it's gonna be on him to, to where he wants to go. So Miami, like, if he wants to go win now, Miami will be a good spot for him. Um, like you said, too, earlier, the 49ers could be a spot um, that it would look nice if he landed there. But I, I think that is too out of reach for the 49ers. That's unlikely. It's, it's That's very, very unlikely, unlikely yeah. because, I mean, they're only sitting at number 12. If I'm Houston, I want a top five pick this year which narrows it down to clearly five teams. And number one and number five, I think, number five is Cincinnati, who have Joe Burrow. I think they're kind of locked in there. I mean, it would be it would be smart. I mean, I would trade Burrow for Watson. Um, but I think 
I think Jackson was going to hold on to that number one pick. Um, go get Trevor Lawrence because that kid looks like he's going to be a stud. So I think and it's in division. Yeah, it's, probably, yeah. I think he sticks there. Jackson. I mean, it, it'd be a fair trade, but I don't think Jacksonville's going to pass on Lawrence, in my opinion. But I'm with you. I think the most likely landing spot is Miami for Watson. It sucks to say for Bills fans, but um, <laughs> I, my opinion on this, uh, Watson's going to start the season as a Texan. I don't think he's going to get moved. I think Houston's probably asking too much for him. Um and I just, yeah, I don't think they're moving him. They don't, they don't want to. Um, I mean, what team would want to move on from any league quarterback? Um, I mean, maybe Atlanta, uh, because I think Matt Ryan is on the way out of the door there. Um, I think if you throw, I think if you throw Deshaun Watson in Atlanta, that would be very good for Atlanta because I think they are a solid team. They just couldn't find a way to win games this year, and I, I'm not just blaming that on Matt Ryan. Um, their defense was shaky all year, but um, I think Watson's yeah. kids were gonna see him start the season in Houston. Yeah, I like how you throw Atlanta in there because I'm a lot of times uh, when there's you know big name trades like this, it's always like the least. It's like the team that you don't see making the trade ends up making the trade. It's always it's weird how that always works out. I I don't know uh, how you know the cap and the draft capital that uh, how they'd work out for Atlanta, but I mean, it definitely. I wouldn't say I'd be shocked because it seems like all the time when there's superstars on the move, they always go to the team that we least expect. Right, I 100% agree with you there. Um, it'll be inter- I would like to see Watson move just because he, that he's gonna have a championship before he retires. There is no way he doesn't. He's too good not to. Yeah, he's but a I winner. Mean, it is hard. It is hard to win Super Bowls. As you saw, there's plenty of, been, plenty of quarterbacks, but I think he's a quarterback who is going to get one. He just needs to end up in the right spot. I mean, they had a good thing going in Houston, and management kind of messed everything up there. I mean, you sent away his yeah. number one weapon for a average running back at best. For peanuts. Basically. Yeah. No, Houston's a dumpster fire, and, uh, you know, he's right to want out of there. Uh, he should gather by any means. I, I'm talking about, yeah, I mean, even if it comes down to opting out this year, right? Um, he should just get out of Houston by any means. They're, they're the new, you know, laughing stock of the whole NFL. I mean, yeah, if he comes and, out, uh, if he comes out and says he's going to opt out of the season, um, he's kind of forcing Houston's hand there because if they, if that's they what I'm saying. That's where his yeah, trade value plummets, you know, because they have no option but to trade him. That drives that drives yeah, the trade value yeah, down. Yeah, what you're saying there. So. They were smart. Sell now instead of you know before it's yeah. too late. And he publicly becomes you know disgruntled with the organization. You know that's when it kind of becomes too late. You can't get as much as you would have if you just sold now. Yeah, that is true. So um, we'll wrap up the Deshaun Watson talk there. Where do you think? Just real quick, you think he plays? You think he ends up in Miami, or do you think he plays somewhere else, or do you think he stays in Houston for the start of the season? I I could for because just because Houston is such a dumpster fire of an organization, I could definitely foresee him starting the season with Houston. Yeah, I think I think that's most likely right yeah, now. Yeah, I unfortunately don't see him getting moved. Um, you gotta feel bad for the guy after everything he's done for that city. Um, basically, 
he was told by the GM last season that he's going to be involved in every single trade that they have. He can bring players in that he wants, and then they go and trade his best weapon away just out of the blue for no reason. Without without even telling him. I didn't too, even notify him on it. The real messed and up. Hurt. I, if you're if you're in any business, like I don't care if you're an NFL player, if you're just like working in a random business in the city, if your boss lies to you, you're gonna want out of there regardless. There's no person who, if your boss lied to them, would want to stay at that company. I hate the people coming at the Sean Watson saying he saw it, asking for a trade that winners winners will stay and try to win. It's not all about that. The management lied to him. You, no one wants to work for a boss who's going to lie to you. So I props for him winding out of there, and I hope he sticks his ground. I mean, if he opts out of the season, I'm not going to hate him for it. I would, no. too, if I was him. And they didn't move me because he's going to seems going to sign them regardless when once his contract's up, anyways. But I think you're right with Houston kind of holding on to him. I see now more where you're coming from that his stock is going to plummet and they're going to get less for him as it gets closer to the season. But all right. Um, yeah. So next, I kind of want to hit on the golf um, Stafford trade. I like the trade a lot. I don't think it affects any of Watson's capital, in my opinion. Um, L.A. didn't want golf there. They didn't want to pay him. They didn't want him as his quarterback. So they knew going into that trade, they're going to overpay. Um, Matt Stafford is a stud. He's going to come in and make this Rams team a winning team. And we saw they were playoffs this year. Um Two years ago, they were in the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, they have weapons. They have a great defense. Um, I think bringing in a star quarterback like Matt Stafford helps. Um, I thought it was a fair trade because Detroit ate all of that contract, and they're not even looking to keep Goff. They're looking – I think they're going to try to move him before the season starts, um, maybe possibly for Carson Wentz because, um, as we know, Wentz swats out of Philly too. So I think I think Wentz for golf would be fair, and both teams just ate the contracts because Wentz got a big contract, has a big contract as well. So I mean, if you kind of just went one for one there, that could work. I'm I don't know if it's realistic or not, but I don't think Jared Goff sees a snap in Detroit. I think they're moving on from him before before the season. Uh, what is your take on that? Um, I don't know how realistic that. Uh... Golf for one straight up trade would be, but it definitely would be ironic that the number one and number two quarterbacks from that draft class, you know, they ended up getting swapped. And instead of arguing um, who would have the better career, we're talking about who's the bigger bust now. But uh, I I have no problem uh, with the Rams acquiring Matt Stafford. He's, you know, a great quarterback, and he's definitely – Gonna make them serious Super Bowl contenders with that defense. I mean, McVay's a great coach, very offensive minded. They got coach, a great team. Help Stafford yeah. a lot. No, but my my only problem is I I think uh, I mean the two first. Listen, I mean if they win a Super Bowl, or if they at least make the Super Bowl, you know that's fine. Contender, contender, at least making it's it, justified. Yeah, making it to the NFC Championship, I feel constantly with Stafford makes it justified. I just think it had to be constant though, because golf. The thing with golf is he already got you to a Super Bowl. You know what yeah. I mean? He got he. So you got to a Super Bowl with golf. So at the minimum, you at least got to get to the Super Bowl with Stafford. Yeah. That that's the only thing that would justify. Um, I mean, how much they gave up uh, in terms of draft capital? I mean, what the the Rams? I mean, now they won't have a first round pick for five years straight. Um, so they're definitely in win now mode. Uh. 
which isn't a bad thing. Uh, this trade definitely isn't, you know, for the future. But uh, does it help them immediately? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt Stafford's an elite arm talent, and he's I'm severely underrated because he's always constantly on a garbage line. Yeah, team. I mean, he this and season now he's gonna get that opportunity. This season he threw for four thousand yards. Um, he threw twenty six TDs on eight with no weapons. Rarely any, barely any weapons. Excuse me. I should say he doesn't have much there. He's basically been like that ever since Megatron retired, and you saw him. Mm-hmm. He spent a five thousand yard passing quarterback um, most of his career. He's been a four thousand yard quarterback. Um, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, um, didn't hit that four thousand mark. But basically every other season, um, a- after his rookie and sophomore year, he's been a four thousand yard passer, and you never really see mm-hmm. a decline. Um, in 2019, he was injured, so he didn't get to play a lot. But um, I don't know. I think he's a great quarterback. It was a great acquisition for L.A., who needed a switch there because golf, to me, is kind of like a game manager, I guess. He never really hits that big shot that you're looking for in star quarterbacks, and mm-hmm. Matt, St- Matt Stafford can give you pedestrian that. Pedestrian numbers. Yeah, Matt Stafford can give you that. Yeah, Matt Stafford's severely underrated. And I, I think, you know, this year he's going to wake a lot of people up. Uh, there's people who still don't believe in him, and that's fine. Uh, he's going to get to the Rams, and he's going to do the same thing uh, he's done every year in Detroit, except uh, on a more national level. And uh, people are going to start to see, you know, he's he's a really good quarterback. And uh, if they're in win-now mode, uh, I mean, he's if that's the best guy they could get, uh, I think. You know, he definitely makes some Super Bowl contenders. I think he was the second best quarterback that was on the move this offseason, minus Deshaun Watson. I don't think there's a better quarterback that is looking that is possibly getting, I mean, possibly Russell Wilson now because. Oh. Yeah, that's if you're buying into that, though. Yeah. That's if you're buying into the Russell I, Wilson. I am uh, fully buying into that, and I want to see him moved, but we'll get into him in a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm happy for Safford that now he can kind of show that, hey, I am an elite quarterback. I've just been in Detroit. Now look at me. I'm on, really, I'm on yeah, a big stage been. now, and I'm going to show you what I have. I hope he has a great season. I hope the Rams have a good season. They're in the NFC, so I don't – if they were made the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be mad. They're in the NFC. They don't affect my bills at all. And um, I'm happy for him. I think they got the right guy in their center now, and I think they can definitely make some noise. I mean, they already were with Goff, and now, you know, you get an upgrade quarterback. I think they'll make some noise within the next couple of years. Yeah, all right. And then, so on to the next quarterback, um, Carson Wentz. Do you think he's moved, or what do you think happens there? I, uh, For me personally, I think it's hard for Philly to move him because of that contract, unless they're – Looking, I don't know how their salary cap is and everything, but I feel like they would have to eat up most of Watson's contract if they're moving him. No one wants to pay Carson Wentz for that. Um, Wentz, he has shown he can be a great quarterback. Um, Last couple seasons have kind of declined, but I think he's moved. I just don't really know who is kind of buying into that. Maybe possibly Carolina trading Teddy Bridgewater for Wentz. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a great quarterback. And I think Wentz is a great quarterback, but I just don't know. I just don't know realistically who wants to pick Wentz up. 
Um, so my thing with Wentz is, I mean, the Eagles are going to have to find a sucker, um, a big enough sucker to pick up, uh, his contract. Uh, I, it's going to be really hard. Um, what better team than the Chicago bears, uh, a dumpster fire, uh, why not, why not trade uh, those, uh, those guys? You know, I mean, it seems like year in and year out, they have some scrubby be- quarterback. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they were, you know, stupid enough to put their jobs on the line and pick up Carson well, Wentz. They can't. Um, Wentz has an old trade clause in his got, contract, and he already said today he's not going to Chicago. He just came out today saying he's not playing yeah, in Chicago. I don't, I don't blame I, him. You wouldn't want to play in Chicago either. I, no, uh, but I mean, you're just, the, the Eagles' problem is they're going to have to find a team stupid enough to pick up his contract. I mean, the guy's one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the entire league, and he's shown since 2017 he's been on a steady decline. Uh, He's nowhere near the quarterback he well, was uh, in 2017 in 20, when he was in MVP. In 2019, he threw for 4,000 yards, which was his most yards he's thrown for in a season. Um, in 2016, his rookie season, he only threw for 3,782. But um, then in 19, he threw for 4,000. They had a 9-7 and seven record. And then this season, he just threw for a mere 2,600. See, yeah, but my thing with the passing yard stat is it can be such a filler stat. I mean, you look at uh, Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 yards a year ago. Yeah. You know, and he, uh, if he cleans up you – now, Jameis is in a whole other situation that maybe we can yeah, talk about later on that in the podcast. Well. But uh, if he takes care of his turnovers, you know, yeah, he has the potential to be elite quarterback, especially in New Orleans. But um, that's the trend with Wentz now. It's the turnovers. Uh so you can throw for, you know, all those yards, but the turnovers are the real problem with Wentz, and he just looks yeah. lost out there. Uh, he's out fumbling. He's throwing to areas where his receivers aren't even at. Uh, just any Eagles game I've watched this year, um, they just looked lifeless on offense. And then uh, when Jalen Hurts came in, I think it kind of uh, rejuvenated it definitely, definitely the lit, definitely a little bit. a spark for them there, but – um. I don't know. Yeah. He, he also, but, but no, I'm saying because he Wentz, threw, yeah. he threw 15 interceptions this season and only 16 touchdowns. Last, I mean, yeah, I don't think Wentz is going to be 2019 there. and 2018 and 2017. He only threw seven interceptions, um, through like the seven interceptions each of those seasons, um, with a much higher number in TD ratio. And then this season he was just 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, and you can't have that in a quarterback. Um, I don't think that's all on Wentz. I get he hasn't been great this season. He only had – he's only throwing – completing 57% of his passes, which I'm pretty sure Josh Allen was better than that his sophomore season. And that's just – you need to be over – to be a good quarterback, to me, you need to be over 63% completion. And that 57 is just not pretty. But like you said, I don't know any team dumb enough to go pick him up, unfortunately, without mm-hmm. Philly paying a lot on just eating that contract and probably sending another player or picks with him. I just I, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to package if they want once gone and they want to load off that contract, they're gonna have to package. The him problem is too they want or they're trying to get a first rounder for him too, and I just don't I just don't oh, see God. that happening. Like I get. They're delusional. There, there's. I mean, there can't be a team in the NFL that's stupid the only enough team, to do that. The only team if, dumb if enough to be Houston, but they don't even have a pick to send their way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. 
right? Uh, I mean, I, I, you, I, you hear rumors about the Colts and the deal there is imminent, but uh, obviously he's got a connection with Frank Reich, their head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for once, you know, during his um, MVP season that got cut short. Unfortunately. But, uh, uh, I mean, the Colts – I guess makes sense. I, I don't know, man. It's just too big of a risk, uh, you know, taking on Wednesday, especially with that contract. Um, I you're gonna have to. Philly's definitely gonna have to sweeten the pot with a couple of picks and talking first rounders. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I just I don't think Wenzel. I don't think he sees a snap in Philly this season. I do think he's gone. No. Um. Agreed. I just there's not they're not gonna get what they're asking for for him. I think they're gonna severely get they're going to lose this trade no matter how it pans out um i don't care who they get they're losing this trade whoever he goes to indianapolis could be like you said a landing spot there um frank Wright could help him a lot especially with philip rivers retiring i don't know i don't know if i think that's his last hope jacoby Brissett. uh will i get i i think jacoby Brissett is a he's a good quarterback in the NFL, though, quarterbacks are hard to come by, as we've seen in Buffalo for years. So, I mean, as long as you have a good guy there, it helps. But I think Wentz could probably put this Indianapolis team, um, if he kind of shows goes back to the old Carson Wentz that we all knew, um, maybe possibly they're winning that AFC South more consistently. But I don't know. Because Tennessee is always decent, but other than that, I don't know. I just don't know where he was gonna go. There's absolutely no spot. Maybe, maybe Atlanta, but I don't think Atlanta wants to take on that cap. I'm pretty sure they have some cap hell themselves down there in Atlanta. So I just don't know. I think the only two, the only two teams that you know make any sense are the Colts and the Bears. I mean, he already said he already uh, said no to the else, Bears, so Indy's probably that only team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I think Indy is his only shot really at rejuvenating his career. Yeah, too. I agree. You know, get back with those old offensive coordinator, uh, one of the top three O lines in the league, good defense, you know, stable situation. Uh, with their management. So, I mean, I mean, that'd be a good situation for him. I just, I just don't see us getting the old Carson Wentz back. Yeah. Neither do I, unfortunately for him and every team looking to either possibly get him or even Philly. I mean, you're kind of, that's a the problem. Like if you pay a guy and he doesn't pan out, you're stuck with it. And it just makes it that much harder to move him. But, um, all right. Um, we're going to move on now. We are going to go to, um, the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott. I don't think Prescott is going to be a Cowboy much longer. Um, if Jerry Jones wanted to pay him, he would have already paid him. They have the money to. Um, clearly, they keep wanting to franchise tag him, and Prescott wants more money than that, and he's off contract this season. So he can go anywhere he wants. Or, excuse me, I'm pretty sure, actually, I think it's next season for Prescott that his contract is up. But it's going to be a contract year for him down in Dallas if he sees a snap. But I don't see him. I see Dallas moving on from him before the season starts. Jerry Jones, like I said, if he wanted to pay Prescott already, he would have. So I don't know. I just don't get why they have it. Prescott is a very good quarterback. Um, Dallas is dumb for not giving him what he wants. 
So I just don't know what's going to happen there. That's probably next season more or less. But I just want to get your take on if you think Prescott is traded this summer. I I just want to tell you, um, I you're right about uh, he's going to be a free agent this oh, offseason. Off okay. uh, they franchise tagged him. Uh, so, yeah, no, he'll be a free agent. I don't know what Dallas is waiting for either. I mean, anytime you get a quarterback of Dak Prescott's caliber, you got to hold on to him. The guy's uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, and, uh, I mean, they're not going to get anybody better in the draft unless they, um, you know, have a trick up their sleeve uh, making some sort of trade, um, which I don't see happening either. they should definitely hold on to Prescott. I don't know how many times they're going to have to franchise tag him until they realize, you know, he's he's your guy. Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but Jerry Jones is one odd character when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, it seems like he's always doing uh, things like this throughout his whole tenure, really, with the Cowboys. A uh, lot of moves that don't really make sense. He's got good quarterback and uh he just needs to hold on to him, you know. Yeah, period. do you? I don't even know why we're having this discussion. <laughs> you know, we should. This shouldn't even be discussion. Dallas he, hasn't made that he, move. He yet. should have been locked. Yeah, he should have been. He should have been locked up. You know, a while ago. Yeah, no, I get. But uh, you know, he asked for. He asked they, for a lot of. He asked for a lot news. of money, but he's worth it. Like people are talking about. He asked for thirty. I think it was thirty-eight billion. He was asking for, and I think he, he deserves it. Uh, he has shown he can win games. Um, I get the Cowboys lack defense. Um, I just don't get why Jerry Jones hasn't paid the man yet. Um, I, Andy, Andy Dalton is their plan B, and I don't know. I mean, I get this injury probably hurts Dak Prescott's value for himself, but I just don't get why Dallas hasn't just kind of said, okay, here our guy for the next seven, eight years. Period. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like I said, we, we shouldn't even be having this discussion, but we, we have to because, you know, they this is, you know, what the Cowboys do. This would this is Jerry Jones, classic Jerry Jones. Uh, but, no, I agree with you 100%. They should just you know, get what do you want, give it to them, and then you got your quarterback. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to skip on from that because I don't want to get any more of that. Everyone knows what should happen there, um, but it'll be interesting. All right, next, Jimmy Garoppolo in the 49ers. Um, in my opinion, he is traded back to the New England Patriots. Um, he's going to be back there with Bill Belichick. Jimmy G is a – fits New England's – the New England way perfectly. He knows that offense. He can get right back into it and – I think New England just needs to acquire several weapons for him, but I think he ends up back in, back in um, Foxborough, back in the AFC East with who he was a backup to Tom Brady. But I think he's back there now as their starter because I don't. There's no way the Patriots re-sign Cam Newton. So I, who do you think? Uh, what what do you think they give up for Garoppolo, and what do you think the Niners? Uh, plan would be if they do trade Garoppolo. Um, I don't know. Probably second round pick. Maybe mm-hmm. just swap second round picks, and then New England gets Garoppolo. I don't know. 
what I don't know how that would pan out. Yeah, because that now that because I don't think really not, he's not the entire G, draft too. Yeah, Jimmy G is not worth a first round pick, but I also don't see the 49ers sticking around with him. With Kyle Shanahan, I don't think he fits that kind of style of play anymore. What Shanahan wants to go to is throw the ball around the field and let our offense work. But my thing with Jimmy G is, I mean, the guy is a – I mean, everybody needs to give him credit for this. He's a winner. Uh, I mean, he wins year in, year out. Uh, he, when he was with New England, he was winning games. Uh, the Niners, I think his first year with the Niners, he went like 6-0, and and then next year he takes him to the Super Bowl. Uh, he can win you games. Uh, I think the only way that they trade or move on from Jimmy G is if they get the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson or a quarterback that they see um, that's better right now for them. I don't see uh, the Niners drafting a rookie quarterback. I think the uh, roster's way too talented uh, to go through all the growing pains in the process of bringing in a rookie quarterback. I think uh, – I mean, they've got good line, good weapons, great defense. I mean, we're talking about a team that probably would have uh, made another deep playoff run if they didn't have all their injuries. That's what really hurt. Yeah, I, uh, I think, I think, I think San Francisco should go after Zach Wilson if they're going to make this Jimmy G trade. Why not? I think Zach Wilson is going to be a good quarterback. He probably needs a year to develop, but. Zach Wilson's not going to be a top 10 pick. And if he is, I'll be shocked. I like the kid, but if he's a top 10 pick, I'll be shocked. Well, they're talking about him going to number uh, two to the Jets. It's all speculation right now, though. Like, I agree with you. I, uh, and I think Fields but, is, I think Fields is going to be the second quarterback off the, off the board. Even uh, though, I, even though I don't, we're going based off of production and everything. Yeah, he should be, but there's, Crazy well, I don't like, every I don't year. like Ohio you know State's what I mean? quarterback, so like they just never pan on the NFL. I would say, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Justin Fields with the ten foot pole. Uh, it seems like Ohio State quarterbacks never pan out in the NFL, and uh, I, I just don't see him panning out. I think the accuracy concerns. Uh, I think it's just like Dwayne Haskins two point You know, I remember everybody was talking about him coming up Ohio State and being the first quarterback off the board and. Uh, it just seems like Ohio State quarterbacks, they never pan out. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, so I don't really have much more to talk on Jimmy G. I just – he's clearly one of the quarterbacks that's being talked about on the move. So I figure we have to talk about that as well since we're talking about that this, right now. Um, next, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. What do you think happens? I think the Raiders should hold on to him. Uh, I think they will end up holding on to him. But I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. If you watch any Raiders games, I mean, the offense wasn't the issue. Their offense is consistently putting up points. I think the issue is their defense. Uh, I think Derek Carr is a gunslinger. I think he can, you know, sling around the field. I think uh, he needs a couple more weapons. Uh, obviously, Darren Waller is great. Um, not too high on his receivers, but uh, no, th- I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. And if I was the Raiders, I I wouldn't move on from. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? It seems like he's always in trade rumors. I agree with you. I don't think the Raiders should move on from Derek Carr. I think he's a good quarterback. But if they were, the only landing spot I could see is Indianapolis. Um, I think Indianapolis is probably the best spot for. Derek Carr to shine. 
Um, like you said, having Frank Reich as your head coach would definitely help a lot. Um, that would be the best place he could show his talents. Um, I think he would go a trade. I don't think Indianapolis would have to give up too much for him. I mean, probably send Brissett and uh, like a late pick. At and, first, and at then, first for sure. And then I think Oakland might try to develop a quarterback through the draft, in my opinion. I'll I'll say this about the Colts. It seems, I, anybody who goes there, I mean, that's the best situation for any quarterback on the move right now. Uh, you're basically just walking into a playoff team and uh, great O-line, uh, stable front office, good coach, uh, good weapons. Uh, that's the best situation to go. Yeah, I agree with you as well. Um, but I think Derek Carr it ends up still in Las Vegas. I mean, you'd be kind of dumb to move him. He is, like I said, it's hard to – quarterbacks are hard to come by in the NFL. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> Derek Carr has shown he can be a great quarterback. He's been a good quarterback for the past couple of years. <clears throat> he was the only quarterback this season besides Tom Brady to beat Pat Mahomes and then take him another game down to the final drive. Mm-hmm. That was his defense's fault too. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's the problem in uh with the Raiders. That's their defense. You know, I they uh you hear a lot of rumors about Carter, but but uh, I mean, all you should really be hearing is you know how can we fix that defense? Yeah. All right, and then with now into the next team, I just want to talk about the Saints real fast. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you as well think that Drew Brees is going to retire. Yeah. Yep, okay, I agree there. Um, so what do you think they do with their quarterbacking? Uh, you think they just put Watson in there and call it a day, or do you think they look at someone? Uh, yeah, no, I think Sean Payne's been on record to say, you know, our future quarterback's on the roster. Uh, and outside of Drew Brees, the only two roster quarterbacks were Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. I think uh, Taysom Hill's a gadget player. I don't think he's a true he's, franchise he's quarterback. Not a, he's not a franchise quarterback. Uh no. I think, or I said Watson. I meant Winston. Sorry, earlier. Um, but I think Winston could step in there. They already have the weapons he needs. They have a great all-around team. Um, mm-hmm. Winston is a good quarterback. Um, he just needs to be a little smarter with the ball. But um, I think New Orleans could look at signing Mitch Trubisky because Trubisky is a free agent this summer. Uh. See, I I think they I think they just re-sign Winston. That they roll with him and uh, Hill. I think they battle out in camp, and I think Winston wins. Um, I can definitely see him, you know, cutting back on the turnovers and being a uh, productive quarterback for the Saints. I wouldn't say you know one of the top guys, but uh, I mean, yeah, I think they. I just think they roll with Winston. I, I don't. Think he's, only, he's got one year in that offense too. Yeah, my thing is though, if they want him to be the starter, um then why was Taysom playing quarterback once Breeze got hurt? That is just I my know. thing. With and, it. I and Hill's getting paid a lot. Yeah, I don't get why he would – if he was for sure going to be the next quarterback if they're knowing Drew Breeze is going to retire, I don't get why you have him sit back behind Taysom Hill, who isn't a true quarterback. Like you said, he's a gadget player. Um, that just didn't make sense to me. That's why I think New Orleans might look to sign someone like Mr. Bissy because clearly he's not going to be getting paid a lot. And – the Saints, they don't have a lot of draft capital. Um, and they don't have a ton of salary cap. So I think you just kind of give them like a minimum contract and just say, hey, come on, we're going to let you give you a chance to revive your career. 
Yeah, I want to get your opinion on Trubisky. Do do you think he can revive his career? Um, I do. I do. What about you? So it's obviously going to be heavily dependent on the situation he falls in. I'm, but I'll go on record and say right now I am not too fond of Trubisky. I, uh, I don't think he can turn around. I think it's too late. Yeah, he's only had one season, one good season in the NFL in 2018 when he made the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I just, other than that, I just don't see it happening. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think don't. he revived his career either, to be quite honest. But I think maybe he's a solid backup for the Saints. Then you can throw a taste of either. Yeah. No, you can throw he's, a, he's a great backup. Great backup anywhere he goes. But yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him as a starter. I wouldn't put him in as a starter, so I think – I'm with you. Winston probably gets the reins down there in quarterback. Um, I think you finally put Taysom Hill in his – just put out a wide receiver, tight end, or even running back for plays when you just throw him in where you need him. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. Um, you have Trubisky down there as a backup because there's no chance Chicago is going to re-sign him. No, I don't think Chicago's over. Yes. I don't think that – he was six and three this season, and then they moved on to Nick Foles. So Chicago's in trouble because clearly Foles didn't pan out for them either. Trubisky's on his way out the door, so they're gonna be looking at <clears throat> some trouble in Chicago with an already tough enough division. Yeah, they've got time, they've got some problems to figure out behind center in Chicago because Foles definitely isn't the answer. Yeah, and there's no. All right, and then what do you think about Russell Wilson? I think he is on the way out the door. I mean, they Seattle just fired their offensive coordinator basically because he wanted to throw the ball more. And you have Pete Carell, who Pete Carroll, Carell, whatever, um, saying he wants to run the ball. And I don't think Russell Wilson wants it anymore. I mean, you have <clears throat> so many good weapons up there to throw the ball to. <clears throat> and a coach who wants to run the ball, this doesn't make sense. I mean, I get he's trying to relive the old days when they went to the Super Bowls, um, having Marshall Lynch as their running back. Um, I don't get why you wouldn't want to throw the ball when you have a guy like Russell Wilson there. It just doesn't make sense to me. And he is Russell Wilson now. Um, If he's looking to get moved, he has a no trade clause as well, so he can kind of pick where he wants to go. Um, I don't know if they're going to move on from him or not, but he has said in interviews, he never came out and said he wants to trade. But there's been interviews where he's asked about it. He says, it's out of my hands when he could just say, no, I'm not being traded because he has a no trade clause. But he's been mm-hmm. saying it's out of his hands. It's up to Seattle. So clearly he's kind of throwing that there that he wants out the door because he could easily just brush those questions away, say, hey, listen, um, I don't, he said, I'm not getting traded, but he hasn't said that. So I am under the impression that he is out the door. So I think Wilson's going about, uh, this the gentleman's way of requesting a trade. I don't think he's you know directly saying I want to be traded, but he's you know giving all the signs that he wants to be traded. Uh, so I don't disagree with you on that. I just think I don't see the Seahawks Seahawks moving on from him. I don't think they'll trade him. Uh, but I, he's giving all the signs that he wants out. Uh, just by the way he's answering questions in interviews, like you said. Uh you know, complaining about all the times he's been getting hit 
And, uh, you know, they're, uh, I don't think he's, like you said, a big fan of the offensive coordinator hire. I mean, they're trying to uh, move the offense to more run-based, which, like you said, doesn't even make sense. Uh, no, he's – this is like the gentleman's way of requesting a trade. Yeah, he's too uh, without, classy. He's too classy yeah. to come out and say that he wants out. Yeah, they. So he's not, you know, like you said, coming out publicly, but he's coming out publicly uh, with concerns and just uh, the way he answers questions. He's this is the gentleman's way of saying, "I want out of here." Yeah, I agree. All right, I have two more quarterbacks I want to talk about. I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, and I want to talk about Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start with Sam Darnold. What do you think happens there? I think, in my opinion, the best option for Sam Darnold, well, for a team to get him is probably the Denver Broncos, are assuming would be taking a look at Sam Darnold because Drew Locke right now is the best quarterback on that Broncos team, and I don't think they're happy with that. I think Sam Darnold would be an intriguing option for them. He'd be, he'd be like a buy low option, I feel. He wouldn't – they wouldn't want – I don't know what the Jets would want for Darnold, but I think Darnold's probably the best bet right now for Denver to try to get. Um, he's a good young quarterback, got a strong arm. Um, I just don't think he's been – had the right weapons and just everything around him. I mean, he's had three seasons in the NFL and has had three different offensive coordinators. That's not easy for any quarterback, let alone a guy who just got in the league three years ago. Yeah, so Darnold's a really uh, intriguing option, a quarterback for, you know, anybody who needs a quarterback. Uh, I agree with Denver. Uh, You hear teams like the Colts. Uh, I hear more so the Colts than anybody when it comes to Darnold. I think he's out of New York. I don't think he sticks around. Anytime a team, you know, gets a new head coach, general manager combo, they normally want their own guy. You know, they weren't around to draft Sam Darnold. So I think this year the Jets get their guy. Uh, you know, whether it's via trade or in the draft, I think they get, you know, the guy they want under center, the guy they want to groom, the guy they want to run their offense. And I think Darnold gets a much needed fresh start on another team. And I think, you know, there's talent there. I just think, you know, his career has gone to waste and uh, another dumpster fire. You know, the Jets are year in and year out. One of the worst ran of, Sports franchises, and really not just football, all the sports. You know, it's just like I said, it's just a dumpster fire. So yeah, it's just I'd like to see Donald get a fresh start. Uh, you know, preferably with the team. You know, that's <laughs> I hate to see talking about the Colts, but I mean, I think that's the, it's the best option for any quarterback to start. You know, you got steady for an office, great coach, you know, good line, good weapons. I, I'd like to see Darnold, you know, with a good supporting cast. I think, you know, he's much better than advertised, and I think he'd do well in a situation like uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah, I agree. He needs his time to come out and say, hey, listen, um, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson have come out and shown who they can be from our quarterback draft. Baker Mayfield had a breakout season this season. Now it's Mm -hmm. my turn. Um, He's just been, like I said, he's just been in that shitty situation, Jets. And it's just been unfortunate for him. But um, I think he's probably moved before start of the season. Um, Indianapolis really is a good spot for any quarterback to land, like you said. Um, I think if Indy's trying to get a quarterback, though, I think they're probably looking at Watt or um, Wentz. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he goes there. 
like I said, I think it would be intriguing for Denver to get him. But um, I just don't see anywhere else really that who wants to get Darnold unless that trade. I, I'm 99% sure that the Jets are not making a trade uh, to the Texans for Deshaun Watson. No, that'd be – I mean, that'd be shocking. Obviously, if they do make a trade for Watson, that means Darnold's going to the Texans. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, that's the fun part about the quarterback carousel. It's always you know, the least expected. I mean, who who saw Matt Stafford going to the Rams? You know, it just kind of happened out of the right. blue. Right. None of us are there, so we're all kind of speculating, which is fun. But then it's fun to see where these guys do end up. So uh, anyone who's listening, take everything Marty and I are saying with yeah. the grain of salt. And do not quote us on anything when we end up being wrong, probably about most of this, because we are not experts. It's all speculation. But, um, last, Right, exactly. All right, last quarterback I want to talk about. Um Aaron Rodgers, he MVP season this season. Um, your team goes and drafts Jordan Love in the first round when you need weapons, and then you come out and have a season like this. It was basically a fuck <laughs> you to the Green Bay Packers. I'm Aaron Rodgers, and I am one of the greatest of all time. Um, unfortunately, he got stopped by Brady in the NFC Championship. I think so. From what we're seeing in the media, both sides have said that the Green Bay has said that they're keeping Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers said that he's happy in Green Bay, um, which, I mean, I could see it being true. But we also know that Aaron Rodgers has constantly been fighting with that, with the Green Bay Packers. So I think I think the only trade, if they were to trade Aaron Rodgers, I think his only, like, the most logical suitor for him would be the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think he's going to be traded. I mean, you have a, you'd be dumb to trade a quarterback who just won MVP and got to the NFC Championship, and him losing it wasn't even his fault. That was on coaching. It was bad play calls. Yeah, so I, I'll just keep it short and sweet. They sh- I they should never even talk about trading Aaron until you know it's Aaron time is up in Green Bay. Uh, until you see a decline in his play. I mean, the guy just won MVP the entire NFL. You know. Uh, it's kind of bizarre that like he's even in trade rumors and all this stuff you hear, but that's what happens when you draft a quarterback in the first round instead of getting the guy help. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a good look no, last no. offseason when Aaron Rodgers basically basically tells you he says, "Hey, I just need some help." Then you go draft the quarterback, who who I heard from reports the last offseason he looked like a child compared to Aaron Rodgers in their training camp. Yeah. The, the, I mean, to be fair, the, I mean, he's a developed, like a developmental uh, quarterback. I, I think that, right. I get, I get, they probably drafted him to the, be able to develop behind Aaron Rodgers because I mean, mm-hmm. there's probably really no better quarterback in the NFL um, than to learn behind than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he has everything you want in a quarterback. He has the arm. He can get out of the pocket and run. He can avoid tackles. He can make the big plays for you. But I think you could have drafted Jordan Love probably second, probably third or fourth round. Uh, well, th- that's the thing, though. I think, you know, may- that might have been his talent level, but you get guys like that. And I think Mahomes set a whole new standard for quarterbacks in the draft, you know, sit- sitting that year behind uh, Alex Smith. It's like that's the new fad in the NFL, you know, that everybody wants to get the next Mahomes. Uh, you saw – the Chargers this past year, if Tyrod Taylor doesn't get hurt, I mean, 
Justin Herbert probably sits this year. Justin um, Herbert, yeah. he he I mean, came he in and played. Yeah, who expected that from great, Herbert? But uh, Jordan Love. All right, so you get Jordan Love to sit a year. Uh, I think everybody is looking for uh, the next Mahomes, and they're going to try to follow the Kansas City blueprint. Uh, I think you'll see it this year too. I you're going to see uh, somebody in the late round with the already established quarterback and good team. They're probably going to get a quarterback, and they're going to try to follow the Kansas City blueprint, uh, trying to find the next Mahomes. And uh, so the Packers really probably shouldn't have done that. You know, they should have gotten Rodgers some help. Uh, But, I mean, you just saw this past year what he can do, you know, with the supporting cast he has. And I think this year, you know, it'll only get better in the draft. I think now that they got, you know, their – Developmental guy QB, uh, I think they'll probably give him some help uh, on the outside at wide receiver or on the old line or maybe some defensive help. But I think this year they'll finally, you know, give him some help. Yeah, I agree with that. And on that note, uh, we are going to wrap up the NFL QB carousel for this season. Unless you have anything you want to throw in, are you all set? No, I'm all set. I'm just excited you know, to see what happens. Obviously, like we said, everything's all speculation. It's just, it's fun to speculate. You know, that's why people do it. But, uh, you know, the reality is nobody knows what's going to happen and nobody knows what anybody's going to go for. Uh, That's why it's fun to see when it happens. It's kind of shocking because a lot of the things you don't even speculate about, it just comes out of the blue. That's another thing to take note of. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, like I said earlier, though, take everything Marty and I have said with a grain of salt. Uh, don't be taking anything we said to the to the casino <laughs> and putting out some money on any of these bets because we are more than likely wrong. But, uh, yeah, that was fun to talk about. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And on that note, let's go talk about the shitty Buffalo Sabres. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you start this. I just – I can't. So, right the, now, the common theme for me uh, tonight has kind of been dumpster fire, and then the Buffalo Sabres are another dumpster fire. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, they're just not good. You know, they get your hopes up. I remember last week we were talking about, you know, how we thought, you know, this could be the year, you know, they all start to gel together and, uh, come together at the right time. Uh, this team stinks. Uh, they're the same Buffalo Sabres that they were the past five years, the past decade. It seems like they're the same team year in and year out, no matter who they get coaching no matter what players they draft or bring in they're the same buffalo stabers and they stink they're one of the worst <laughs> professional sports teams in all sports right now and they, i mean just to give you an idea about how bad things are this team has talented players like this team has talent i think the number one issue right now i don't know if you agree is coaching i think ralph Kruger stinks there's a reason uh he had one year at edmonton in 2013 and Nobody in the league picked him up for seven or eight years. And then the guy, was, he stunk so bad as a coach that he wasn't even coaching hockey overseas. He was a soccer coach. All right. So the guy's coaching soccer instead of hockey. And then, lo and behold, the Sabres give him a call. And, oh, we'll, we'll give you a contract. We want you to be the next head coach. I, I mean, they're better. It's just, it makes no sense. It's like you need uh, – 
electric work done and then you hire a plumber. Uh, the Sabres the <laughs> just don't make any sense. Uh, I think they would be best suited to getting a well-established uh, veteran uh, head coach, a guy like Mike Babcock. He had just thrown a name out there. But just somebody that can get this team to gel together, get – you know, a solid game plan. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it really is. It's a, it's a mess. It's a dumpster fire. They're the same Sabres year in and year out. I, I agree with you. I think Ralph Kruger needs to go. I mean, like you said, there was a reason he only had one year coaching in the NHL with Edmonton. And then the Sabres give him a chance. I get, I, I don't know the guy personally, so I can't tell you if he's a good guy, bad guy, whatever, this or that. Um, might have a great relationship with the players. Fine. That's great. But that's not what we need in a head coach. We need, we need a guy who's going to motivate these players. Um, also, talking about motivation, it's time to start putting some blame on Jack Eichel. I mean, the guys are captain for a reason. Um, when he win, when the Sabres win, it's all praises for Jack Eichel. Whenever we lose, we kind of veer off. It's kind of get away from Eichel. It's time to start putting some blame on Eichel. I mean, the guy only has one goal all season. One goal. I mean, he is your star player. I just – I don't get it. I just don't get, like, the guy, he's – he has – sorry, excuse me. I lied. He has two goals, nine assists. Nine assists is great. The goal scoring, he needs to get that up. It's time to start putting some blame on him. Um, Marty, like you said last podcast, he would like to see Skinner on the top line. He wasn't. Yeah. He hasn't produced. This team is a grade-A <laughs> shit show. And it – the problem is we have – I don't want to put all the blame on the team because I think we have a great offense and a great defense. It's at this point, this is when you yeah. have to look at the coaching because we know it's not the players' fault because we know we have the talent. I think Kruger needs to be gone soon if the Sabres want to make a playoff push this season. Um, my opinion, if we don't make the playoffs this year, Jack Eichel's demanding a trade. Yeah. And there's no chance we re- – if Jack Eichel requests a trade, there is no shot. We resign Taylor Hall. Um, if we trade Jack Eichel, Sammy Reinhardt, once his deal's gone, he's probably going to move somewhere else. And then what happens? We're back to square one where we're rebuilding. This team needs to do something. And now, I mean, it, I get in the old days, coaches stuck around for a while through the good and bad. But times are different now. Teams aren't waiting to fire coaches on. You need to get rid of guys who aren't working out for your team. He has had – one and a half seasons here now. He yeah, needs one and to a half go. too many. The guy's got to go. There's a reason. I mean, the guy wasn't even coaching hockey overseas. He was with a soccer team. You know, I mean, that should tell you enough. I, the signing came out of the blue. It didn't make sense to me from the start. Uh, I agree with the – I mean, it looks it looks like we're adding towards uh, a full-scale rebuild. I, I can definitely see everything crumbling apart. I mean, those two Islander games – I was just oh, so hard to watch. I get the Islanders. I I get the Islanders are a very good defensive team. It is hard for any team in the NHL to score on the New York Islanders. I get that. But to not – in the first game, to not even have a shot in the third period, you have to be kidding me. I know. Like, that's a joke, not getting a shot in the third that's period. That's where some blame, like you said, goes to Eichel. I mean, you're supposed to be one of the top guys in the entire NHL. Go and prove it. You know what I mean? And, Oh man, it's just it's depressing to think about. But no, you hear trade rumblings. You hear might request a trade. It might not be a bad idea to 
you know, gauge some teams' interests and see what you can get for them now because once those players publicly demand trades, their value automatically tanks because they'll then the league then you're found out. The league knows the guy wants out, you can't keep him. Yeah. So take what we give you. So I I gauge interest. But how often the only problem is the only problem is how often I mean how often in the NHL do we see a number one center traded? No, never. It's rarely never. ever. And there, I mean, the kid's the kid's a star. He's a star, and you need stars on your team. But the I don't know what to do with this team because this team just makes me disappointed week in and week out. I thought we looked good in the beginning of the season. Then these last two games have shown me kind of, I don't I don't want to base it off two games because we had ten months off. Then we go play we go play ten games. Then have to take another two week break. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, we knew into the season it was going to be a different kind of season because COVID and everything. Well, but you don't need to, ba- like, you, yeah. you don't need to base me, it. Show me something. Go ahead. Just, I just want them to show me something. Just oh, give me a little hope. Just be in the hunt, please. Just be in the hunt at the end of the season and just grab that top four spot, please, Buffalo. I beg you, I need you to be good for me because I don't have the bills now again until September. And I just want you guys to be good. Don't disappoint me. I tune into your games every night, and I just – I want to cry. You guys are just that bad that it's so hard to watch. I mean, I swear, I used to play hockey when I was younger. I think one of my teams that I played on back in 2012 could probably complete with these Sabres. I mean, we dumped the puck in. We we, cr- we crossed the red line. We dumped the puck, and no one's there to get the puck. The puck's already breaking out, going back towards the Sabres zone because we don't have a good breakout. Jack Lickle is the only person who can – the only time we ever – Get, we can get set up in the other team's zone is if Jack Eichel goes and and gets a puck in there and sets it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I just, it's so embarrassing to watch. I mean, when I watch us against other hockey teams, you can just, it looks like they're just so much better than us. It's look like watching, it's like watching pros play amateurs. Really, it's just. I don't think you need uh, to base, you know, the struggles the last, you know, the two, the last two games. Uh, you know, I think. If you just check out how we responded after the first Islanders game, you can give you know the benefit of the doubt, right? We didn't play in two weeks, but the way they responded in the second Islanders game, I mean that's that's really where they crossed the line for me. I mean, come on, guys, no adjustments, no nothing. Yeah, no. They just, oh man, they, it was definitely bad. I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow we got Washington, so. We got Washington tomorrow. We got New Jersey Saturday. And then we have New York on the Islanders on Monday again. Just please, when me and Marty come on next Wednesday, I want to see the Sabres have at least five points from these three games. Then I'll be happy. Get two wins in an overtime loss, I'll be happy. Just don't give me one win or don't give me zero wins. Just give me two wins and an OT loss, and maybe my mood will be different next week. And just give me some Jack Eichel goals. Give me this first line actually clicking. Give me Hall some goals. Let me see Eric Stahl do something. Just just give me something that I can be in a better yeah, mood next I, week about this. Anything that we can, you know, uh, look at and, you know, say that's a positive. These, you know, this past week there's been nothing, you know, to look at and say, oh, well, I'm happy with that. You know, there's been no- there really has been nothing. So – Anything that we can take away and be happy with, I'll take. All right, exactly. That's where I'm at too. Um, so hopefully next week when we talk about the shavers, we'll be in a better mood about it. Conversation. Um, 
Right. But with that, I we're going to wrap up the podcast. Uh, Marty, I want to thank you for joining me again as my co-host. Oh, no, that was I'm really fun. enjoying this. All right, perfect. And 